2: Thank you for having me. I oh, baby. It. He's coming in with the Gucci sandals. <laughs> oh, and he smells Gucci good, too. I can smell good. Smells good. Smells like, smells like new money. money. <laughs> ah, man, smells good. It smells like a guy that's about to be rich.
0: <laughs>
2: yo, yo, what up, mofos? What up, homies? Florio and I were at the combine this week. We had a blast. We talked to all kinds of coaches, got into some draft prospects, got to see them. It was awesome. Okay, so that's what we're going to do for you here on this week's pod. You're going to hear a lot of these interviews, things that we did there. It was a very interesting, fun week. We'll be back at it on Monday. I just want to make sure that we'll be back. Ahmed Farid, we're going to have Connor Rogers on there as well to give us a little bit more in-depth look at the Combine, the draft. He's new to our NBC Sports team. He's going to be awesome here, one of our draft experts. But, man, we had two of my favorite interviews that I've ever had at the Combine with two of the top pass rushers in the draft, Willie Anderson, and telling us some great Nick Saban stories and about the respect factor there. The Texas Tech edge rusher, Tyree Wilson. Holy cow, what a fucking freak of nature he looks like in person. And we asked him whether he'd be like, like to sack Patrick Mahomes or join Patrick Mahomes and maybe win more Super Bowls. You'll have to listen to hear that answer. Defensive tackle, Brian Bruz- Bruzy. I mess that name up all the time. I probably mess it up again. But he describes how to run down that damn hill at Clemson. I don't know how anybody's never tripped down there. It's unbelievable. And then we got a couple of great coach interviews to go along with it. Andy Reid, always one of the best interviews. Funny, jolly, got great insight into some of the Super Bowl uh, plays and questions there, and he had a little angle about one of his new favorite foods he found here over the last few years. And then we had Mike McDaniel. the The funniest interview and all the football right now the quirkiest head coach I've ever seen but damn he's smart and we know what he can do with an offensive playbook you got to check out his wardrobe and while you're at it go at at sims button on instagram and check out our little video we did with him it was kind of fun we had some fun with his Miami look all right so hope you enjoy all this like I said we'll be back Monday but here we go with Alabama's top tier top 10-ish pass rusher maybe the number one overall pick and really one of the most polished fun interviews I ever did Willie Anderson Jr hope you enjoy Here we are at the scouting
3: combine talking to the pass rushers and right now Alabama edge rusher Will Anderson Jr. Welcome, great to see you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, we're glad to have you. Right? I could, t- you know, it's funny. We see the guys standing there before they come up, right. and you're the first one that seemed really anxious to come up here and talk to us. He, the rest of them are just kind of like standing. there. You're ready to go. He was I like ready. That. He made eye contact.
2: right? <laughs> he was like, I'm going to show these guys who I am right here. Yeah, for me because I have
4: a I have a degree in communication, so like for me, this is kind of like my area of you know expertise yeah. a little bit. Right.
2: So. I love it. All right, so you're feeling like, hey, I'm Johnny Professional behind the mic here, okay? You're not taking my job yet, okay? <laughs> no, Maybe. no, no, We'll no, see no, in no. a few years. Maybe you probably will. All uh, right, walking in, he smells good. We, we said that. Smells like money. And uh, Okay, and then the Gucci sandals walking in. I mean, Nick Saban, like you walk, wear Gucci sandals around the facility. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. This is just some chill, relaxed, you know, comfortable I know it is. footwear. I got gotcha. you. I had to, start to slip on this morning. <laughs> We're just gonna have some fun with you.
3: The uh, the reality, though, with Saban, we know how how stern he can be, and all that said, he gushes about you. What, what did you do to
4: get on his good side? Because you're one of the few that seems to end up there. Yeah. So for me, it was just going in, keeping my head down, and working. And I wanted to earn the respect from not just him, but everybody in the building and the players. So everybody, and I think I did that. And I think he respected me a lot. I came in, you know, I was committed to the standard, to the culture that he had built. And I wanted to uphold that standard and that culture so much. Because once I'm committed to something, I'm all in. Like, if it'd be selfish of me, you know, I know what's right from wrong, to you know, not correct somebody else on doing it, and I think that's what he respected me about. I wasn't scared to step on people's toes, and I wasn't scared to get in people's butt if I needed to. Right. I mean, right. what a
3: quote. I don't ever think there's a perfect player, but that guy is the ultimate competitor. I mean, if Nick Saban wow. says that about you, you're doing something right,
2: my friend. Man. All right. So give us a good Nick Saban, you know, story. What's the best time he just cussed you out, and then do you got like a funny other side we don't see from Nick Saban every now and then? So
4: for me. I wouldn't say I always did everything perfect, but right. like it was, I never really just got like cussed out. Yeah, not from him. Not from but him. But from my position coach, styles <laughs> and Siri differently. Well, Coach Saban, he always just like, 31, come on, man. And like, when I started from 31 to Will, oh, then I knew.
2: That's when you knew you got his respect.
4: So yes, yeah, so I, I remember. So it was my freshman year, and the whole fall camp, he was calling me 31, 31, 31, right. and I walked out one day and we was getting ready to go through walkthrough, and he was like, "What's up, Will?" And my little freshman me was like you just called me will <laughs> yeah like he knows my name right oh crap so that was just like a funny story of like you know how that transpires yeah. but it was cool it was fun yeah cool
3: I see that you have five sisters and they're all older than you yeah. you're the baby what was
2: that like growing up well, I think we should take sisters out and say five moms. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. I got an older daughter who's like a second mom to my son. I understand that. <laughs> they
4: were all bossy. I mean, it came with the supposed cons. <laughs> you know, for me, just being in the house with all of them, you know, some people think of it a little differently, but my sisters all played sports. So they weren't your typical, like, girly-girl sisters. Sure. They were more a little stern, a little firm. Yeah. like right. After a bad game or something, you need to get your act together. Oh, they so give it on. to you. So, so you they, were
2: conditioned for saving. Already. Yeah. So <laughs> I, they
4: they've made it known like, hey, like get yourself together. So, right. but it was fun growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like we were really tight family, staying up late, joking, ha- having fun with my parents, and you know that's what it's all about. Yeah. So yeah. it was fun.
2: All right. You grew up in Georgia. How the hell did how the hell did you end up
4: at Alabama? Good question. Um, you know Georgia. You know I just don't think they knew. They didn't want. They didn't know how they wanted to use me in the defense. Right. But Alabama was just like you know, we're just gonna throw you out there and whatever you we see you good at, we're just gonna place you everywhere. And it, that's kind of how it worked out. Like they seen I could do a little bit of everything, and they molded me and they shaped me and they got me ready to play all those different positions.
2: Well, like Georgia, you think like they weren't sure about how big you were. Like where you were not thick enough at that point. So yeah, they were I was a little, a little skinny, so yeah. I was
4: probably like. 225 coming out of high school, sure. so I was a little smaller than most of the recruits that were coming out.
3: Right, of high right. Was there any thought
4: given whatsoever, Will, to sitting out the bowl game and just keeping yourself healthy and ready for the draft? Oh, no. I mean, if that was the case, I would have sat out the whole season because it's just like with football that all of those things are going to come. But if you play fast, you do things the right way, you pray the right way, then you don't have to worry about those things. And for me, from a leader standpoint, I have been preaching like the standard, the culture, how to do things the right way, and it'd be selfish of me and hypocritical of me not to withstand on that and stand ten toes on everything I've been saying.
2: Yeah, Sabin, you said like they experimented with you. So tell mm-hmm. us kind of the process there. Were you doing like some stand-up linebacker and mm-hmm. stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. most definitely. So. They had me a little bit standing up, playing a little bit of four right inside, dropping in
4: coverage. Yeah. And Coach Saban was like, "He can do all of it." And okay. that's what I love so much. Like, Coach Saban trusted me. He had confidence in me, and that gave me confidence like to go out there and do my job.
2: All right. So then off of that, when did it become like, "Oh, shit, I'm an awesome pass rusher?" Like, when did it become like, "Okay, I'm kind of the man in this department?" Um, kind of going into from my, the
4: end of my freshman year going into my sophomore year. Like the Florida game, my freshman year, and then after that, it just clicked for me. Mm. Like the game slowed down a little bit. I could I could catch up, I could read like keys and everything like that, and it started coming natural and that's yeah. when it just took off. Yeah. I know you've you've got the communications degree and you're intrigued by the
3: media, but the way you explained your decision to play in the bowl game, I'm sitting here thinking this guy could be a coach. Yeah. One of these days. Yeah, yeah. This is this is You're um, gonna have some options. Yeah.
2: You got got your act together, for sure. Appreciate it. And you got a great personality, you do, and I can see why teams love you, let alone I've watched you enough on the field to go, damn, they should love you. (laughs) Appreciate it. I know that. All right, so we always love to ask, you know, especially a guy like you, playing in the SEC, which is the king of college football, playing at Alabama where you're kind of the king as well, best player you played against, best player that you saw at your time in Alabama that was on your team. Yeah, putting the pressure ooh. on you here, Mr. Communication. Let's ooh. see you get out of this jam right here. The second one's going to be hard.
4: <laughs> the first one, ooh, it's so many great I athletes know. in the it's, SEC. Yeah,
2: Who, you know, and just who's that guy that you're like, damn, I didn't realize he was that. Like, who's the guy that pops in your brain right away? Yeah, I mean, the SEC, it's crazy. I would crazy. say, from
4: quarterback-wise, yeah. I would say Matt Corral. And that's from my... Freshman year to my sophomore year, we could not get him on the ground. He's
2: quick as hell, right? Quick can move
4: out the pocket. Quick release, reel. yes, everything like and it, the offense they ran, yeah. it was perfect for him. Like right. wasn't there, I'm going, like I'm out. But from that standpoint, he was, and then best player on my yeah, team. Yeah, this is a
2: tough one right here because you got you, gonna you're gonna make some enemies. You're gonna have guys that like you after this question. I I just want to say all of those guys are great, but (laughs) the person i was going to say is because
4: I tried to emulate what he did. He taught me a lot, and he probably don't even know, but I would say Devontae Smith. Mm. I say that because... I seen the way he came to work every day, right. and I'm not saying all the other guys didn't work, but waking up as a freshman early in the morning, going to get like work out and stuff like that. Yeah, he was already there in the in the training room getting treatment. Right, and that's I put that into my game. Made an impression on yeah. you. And yeah, and I was like, oh, everything he's doing, and look where it turned out for him. Yeah. So everything he was doing, I did that for like the rest of my career. Yeah, uh, that's cool, man. That's Who's cool. the quarterback you can't wait to put on the ground? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Whoever
2: whoever we play against, I'm going to be looking forward to doing it. All of them. (laughs) All All of them. them. You got a guy that you kind of model your game after? Like, who's your favorite pass rusher in football?
4: Yeah, right now, Nick Bosa. Bosa. Because I kind of like the bull swipe, the forklift, all that, using your hands, getting blockers off you or such and that. So that's kind of what I, like, try to put in my game. See,
2: that's where you know he's from Alabama and he's a little more advanced. He's got already the names of the moves down, where, you know, we talk to other defensive ends and they're like, I'm still learning pass rush moves and stuff, and you got... The forklift. What was the other one? Bull swipe. The bull swipe. The bull swipe. Yeah. Okay, so Bulls is your guy. That's yeah. a good one to have. You know, be your guy. He's the man right now. Who's the guy at the college level, opponent-wise, that gave you the hardest time?
4: I would say this year, the tackle from um, Tennessee, Darnell Wright. He was really good, especially from my sophomore year to my junior year. I feel like he had took his game to another level. And you know, I think that's what you have to do in the SEC. You know, you're going against a lot of great talent each year. A lot of great players. No matter if you're on the offensive side or defensive side you know you got to be ready cuz all those guys are going to be good but he really did a really fantastic job this year. You working out this weekend? Oh uh, yes sir. You can do it. You can do it all. Uh most of it yes all sir. All right.
2: What do we? you got any expectations you want to throw out there to us like 40 numbers whatever? Oh no, no,
4: no, no, no. My age would kill me He'd right kill now. kill you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will let you guys see when the times come, but you know just been preparing myself and working hard, and you know, having all the guys by my side has been great.
2: You seem like you, I, you know. I know you. You said Nick Bosa, but I feel like you know. Again, I haven't studied you on tape, but mm-hmm. watching college. you could be like also like a Micah Parsons type yeah. of guy that could be like a stand-up linebacker, go chase the ball sideline to sideline, and then hey, third down, rush the passer. Yeah, you're open to anything.
4: I'm open to anything. You that's what football is about: embracing the change, embracing the challenge, and you know, accepting it and going to work with it. Yeah. Back-to-back Nagurski Trophy winner. Where do you keep those? I have one back at um, home in Alabama, and then I think the other one is back at home with my
2: parents. All right, what's the biggest thing you're gonna do, you know, or need to work on here? Just getting ready for the NFL, where you go, I gotta take this little aspect of my game to the next level. Yeah,
4: most definitely working in space. Playing in space, making sure that I'm still understanding pass drops, coverages, and got stuff like that. That's breaking area, down, yeah.
2: tackling people in space that way. Yeah, so that's yeah. one of the
4: biggest things I want to improve in my game.
3: All right, cool. One of the things we've been asking, guys, give me the tape that you
4: want people to look at as the most reflective of who you are. Like the game? Or yeah. yeah. I would say this year 6A, you know, mm. that game, we really got at them from a pass rush stance, from a technique stance, just showing the ability to get to the quarterback and affect the quarterback
2: were you I was you know a proponent of like wait we're going to put TCU in over Alabama okay i was like at first all, i'm in I played in the Big 12 i played at Texas it wasn't like that in early 20 but now it's a seven on seven conference i mean <laughs> that had to hurt you right? were you were you surprised did you think you still had a chance maybe when you saw TCU lose the the Big 12 championship
4: honest to god me and Bryce were texting back and forth like it's our time, bro. Right. We finna get the team together. Finna have a meeting on Sunday. Get these guys going. Like it's our in. time. Yeah. And then they came out with it and he was like, "Bro." But me and Bryce still just wanted to keep that leadership going and like, come on, we still got something to prove. Like yeah. we still can show like why we deserve to be in that position yeah. and go out there and beat Kansas State. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a lot we, of times when you did. get a
3: disappointment like that. The team comes out flat, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of, they're, like, they're upset. In, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. This yeah. is where want we want to be, right?
2: Right. Yeah, yeah you guys whooped uh, Kansas State there. <laughs> yeah, no well, doubt about you, it. You
3: strike me as a guy who's ready to go in and just lead in the locker room yeah. from day one. What are, are you going to like? Hang
4: back and get comfortable first, or are you just going to go in and try to take over? Well, no, I don't think that's the right way to approach it. I think first you have to earn the respect of all the veterans in there, all the older guys, all the guys that have already put in the time that have been there. And when you earn the respect of those guys, then you can start, you know, connecting with people, seeing why they play football, you know, seeing their reason why they're doing everything. And then you go from a leader standpoint of trying to uphold the standard, trying to uphold the culture there, and making sure that everything is right. But for me, first, I have to make sure that I'm doing everything right. I'm um, just living up to, you know, everything that I said I want to do for myself and earning the respect for my teammates and my coaches. The Woo!
3: first guy in, last guy out. Guy's a pro.
2: Grind and grind. He's yeah. a pro. He's yeah. got a, you You're going to do you, well. You got the approach. All right, so yeah. one last thing. Last thing for me. I know you got better things to do here. <laughs> But Bryce Young, just yeah. give us a give us a feel for him and what you saw over the years and what impressed you about him.
4: Yeah, so for most athletes that go to Alabama, you know, he he didn't start his freshman year, right? And he could have did a lot of things, but I watched Bryce every day as I was in my own lane, and me and Bryce were very close. We had classes together, everything. He stayed true to himself. He worked hard every day. He went, he was so eager to learn. And then once he got that opportunity, his sophomore year, nothing changed. He's a great guy, great competitor. Great teammate, great brother. I love the man to death, and I love playing with him. I'm super excited for him. He's Who to will be die. the
2: number one pick? We Willie Anderson, know. the pass rusher, or Bryce Young, the quarterback?
3: Well, this guy definitely has the Nick Saban seal of approval, which means something. Will Anderson, Jr., thanks for some of your time. We wish you all the best. Can't wait to see your NFL
2: career blossom. Most don't don't steal our jobs me. when you get done with the career. I won't, I won't, I won't. trying to steer the coach <laughs> Get your own job, all right? Thank you. Stay in lane. <laughs> see you, man.
3: All right, we got some big dudes here today. The big effort continues. day. Big effort it's day great. right here. Let me here. tell you, this is Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech edge rusher. It's great to have guys bigger right than him. I got to deal with thing? this guy yeah. all the time. It's nice to have some
6: no see he, Somebody like, with a big ego. Yeah, I need I need somebody to Texas take care Long of him Horses. for me because I can't. I got you. Are you Good. saying I got a big ego yeah. just because
2: I went to the Texas yes. Longhorns? That's what you're saying? Yes. Okay. All right, I like it. He's talking crap. He guy he already looks like a natural in the NFL. What time did the alarm sure. go
6: off for you this morning? About six forty. Wow. Yeah. Experience been cool so far? It has been cool. It's just it's been everything. It's a lot, a lot. right? A lot to soak in. Yeah, I
2: got that. All right, so you know, first off, I Tech. Uh, what? How did how did you end up at Texas Tech? I know you went to Texas A and M originally. Transferred. Kind of give us the shakedown on what happened there.
6: You know, I felt like A and M wasn't for me. Got in transfer portal uh, right before COVID hit. Built a relationship with you know Paul ran off the D line coach and you know Coach Wells and kept kept going out through all all the COVID to the summer. And I you know relationships were a big thing at my second school. So sure. you know I had to be patient with the process and you know I built great relationships and went there and. You know they developed me. Coach McGrath came in after you know that staff sadly got fired, and you know took it to another level. Yeah.
2: When did you When did you have a feel like okay? When did you go to that another level where you were like, oh wait, I got a chance to be like you know we always wanted to ask these ask you guys this like I got a chance to be a first rounder or a big time player like when did when did that kind of pop in your mind?
6: You no, know, I always I always knew I could you know be a, a good football player, but you know I, that next level I felt like I took you know. The end of last year. End of uh, when, last year. When I saw I could be dominant and, you know, stop the run and, you know, affect the pass. Sure, sure. And then I just, you know, took that momentum and took it into this year and, you know, I'm continuing to build on that. Yeah, you built on it all right. I see you were born in a place I've always wanted to visit Anchorage, Alaska. How long did you live there? You know, I lived there two years. I was very young. I, you know, I moved to Texas in 2002, uh, but I, I still have family there and I, you know, I go back and visit. Have you been there when it's like not? nighttime at all, like in the summertime when Yes it, that's, you know, I only go in the summertime I'm not really That's wild And there's
2: no yeah, what is it, like an hour of darkness? Two hours I mean, of darkness? It,
6: the sunlight goes down a little bit but it's not all the way down and right. it's, it's just nice. You know you can always go outside and feel like it's you know morning time. You don't
2: have any problem sleeping in that or anything? No,
6: you gotta you gotta cover the window so yeah, you just can just black it, yes, it out. Yes. Black it out. Um all right so but like I, I wanna I mean first off,
2: I I knew you were gonna be big but damn your arms. Everybody told me about your arms first off they're thick as hell, and then the length. I mean, what are we talking about lengthwise here, as far as I say?
6: I say my arms are over thirty-five inches. They're thirty-five inches, yes. which is
2: just gonna NFL teams are gonna absolutely love. Yes, I mean that's usually the measurables of a guy like that pick number one, number one pick, an important thing for you.
6: No, nah, it's not. You know, just getting to a team, and you know, regardless, you know, you of the of the program, you just want to help develop that and get to that end goal, which, which is the Super Bowl. Yeah. Who in the NFL now do you try to maybe emulate or pattern yourself after? You know, it's a lot of great pass rushers in the league, uh, but you know, Miles Garrett is doing that at a really high level, and you know, he tries to get double teamed a lot. Um, JJ Watt, who's retired now, you know, he's he's a versatile player that which I see myself, you know, be able to play inside and outside, and be able to affect the quarterback and the run in and out, and also you know Von Miller because you know he's a vet and he's. Great on great, yeah, great on the, on the edge. edge. Right, yes. right.
2: What well, so? Uh, what like one area of your game that you're going? You know, I, I think I got to improve this. I mean, we know you're the man and you got it all, but like you know, you're going to the NFL. What's that one spot you look at to go? I got to get a little better this. You know, in the you meantime, know, the,
6: the one spot, I, you know, I think I should, you know, can improve on yeah. and will improve on is you know playing with playing with the length I got, playing with the arms and you know locking people out and just be you Knowing know. Knowing how to use your yeah. hands and arms
2: better. Yes. And what, what do you do? Like explain to the people, like kind of what you do in the process. You getting into like hand-to-hand combat type of stuff I now. Mean, yes,
6: you got a you got a lot of pass rush, pass rush teachers, you know, right. that are you know successful and can be able to take that game to the next level. Right. And w- where you want it to be. Yeah.
3: Not working out this week. Foot still recovering. How's all that coming? You know, along? foot
6: foot's, foot's healthy. You know, I could run if I wanted to. Um, but you know, I want to be. I'm competitive, and I want you know, I want the best numbers. So. I think I'm going to do everything at Pro Day.
2: Yeah, wait it out. Yes. I mean, make sure you're 100%. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but, you know, I, I know you're a kind of a freak of nature here. What, what, what do you think, like, 40-wise? Like You know, if I, you know, yeah. a lot of
6: people say four four eight, That's, you know, I'm way faster than I know eight. you I, are. I, I know could, you are. You know, four, five, four six. You're looking uh, for that kind of number. Vertical, you know, 35, 36. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, broad jump, about 10. and. Shuttle, I you know, I don't I don't know those numbers.
2: Yeah, right. What about bench with those long ass arms you got?
6: You know, I plan on getting twenty seven to twenty eight. Oh, that'd be big time with th-
2: those things right yes. there. All right. I like it. I like it. I like it you're putting yourself out there even yes. though you're not working out. I, I I really respect that, I really do. Who's the
3: guy when you are suited up in an NFL uniform, you're standing out there on the field and you see him out
6: there, you're gonna say, Oh my god, I can't believe I'm on the same you know, field. No, you with this you see, guy. you know, playing defensive line, you know, you look at the tackles playing the edge and you know i Another fellow East Texas dude is uh, Trent Williams. And, yeah. you know, be able to go against him and, you know, him being from East Texas and being a legend, you know, that would be a one And Sooner. Thing. Yes. You got to get him. Got to. Um, um, damn, I forgot what I was going to – oh, this is what I'm going to ask you.
2: I mean – are you like buddies with Patrick Mahomes or what? Like what no, the hell?
3: Damn, I'm, you're big. He follows time. you on Twitter. Doesn't follow me on Twitter. He follows I mean, you on Twitter.
6: No, me and you know Pat's from East Texas, also right. uh, with Texas Tech. You know, it's just you know I got to get to be able to you know know him. I haven't haven't been able to like you know actually sit down and you know, never. If you met him yet? Yes, I, I met you know met him multiple times, but didn't get to hang out and just, talk to him yet. Yes, but yeah. you know I plan on doing that in the future. Right. One cool. thing he's never done is changed
3: in all the years in the NFL, the success, the fame, the money, he's still the same kid that he was when we talked to him six years ago, and that's a testament to him, and it's—and its, and it's uh, I think he probably influences his teammates to be the same way. Would you rather be his teammate at the NFL level, or would you rather be chasing him around when he's doing all that crazy stuff, trying to sack
6: him? You know, that's a hard question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like, you know, he's a great teammate. I feel like, I, you know. Like I him like, in the Super Bowl, huh? I feel like he would, <laughs> Going against him every day in practice would take my game to another level. So you, you know, I'll probably be his teammate. Can't can't sack Good him angle. in practice though. So. Yeah. Can't I mean, touch him but, you get in trouble. You know, you could, He'll you feel, feel see, your you presence. Feel my presence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, him being a mobile quarterback and being a great quarterback, I feel like I could take my game to another level.
2: What, what, a, you know, off of what he kind of said there, like college, who the best player you played against, or you know, it doesn't even have to be a tackle. Who was a guy that kind of just jumped out to you in your years where you just went, oh my gosh, I couldn't. I couldn't you get know, over how good that guy was.
6: You know, you know B. John, B. John Robinson was... Uh, a, yeah. Of horns. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> leave the horns out of it, but he, he, <laughs> he was a solid running back for yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. What the, explain. I haven't seen him in person or anything yet. Explain, you know, what he is as a player.
6: I mean, he's a he's good running back. Has, you know, great body balance. Uh, he can catch the ball uh, out the backfield, down the field, and he's explosive back, can but, get... Through the outside or through the middle.
2: Yeah. Was he bigger than you thought he was? He thought he was gonna be. I haven't seen him in person yet, so I haven't got the size. Nah, I mean, of, he wasn't
6: bigger than what I thought he'd be. He's, yeah. You know, he's solid back for sure. Yeah. Which of your game tapes do you think best shows what you can do at the next level? I would say uh, NC State or TCU, just being dominant. Uh, you know, just affecting the game, run, run, our pass. Like that's what I want to do at the next level. Other side of the coin. Is there any game tape out
3: there that you just
6: don't don't look at that one? That's really not who I am. I mean, there's some, there's some games you play bad on, but it's not just bad enough where I don't don't yeah. want you to turn on the tape.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, we all we all have those those yes. games. There's no doubt about it. All right. So you feel? I mean, we know you're a, a pass rusher, DN. If you got drafted by like a three four team, played outside linebacker, you, you think you could
6: do some of that as well? Yes. You know, I I'm comfortable. You know, standing up and dropping the coverage. Yeah. And, and also, you know, having my hand in the ground and. Playing inside or outside. Who was your team growing up? Who was my team in yeah, the NFL? Like,
2: yeah, like who'd you root for? You no, know, my
6: family. My family loved the Cowboys, but I, you know, I was I was a big Saints guy. Okay, love the Saints. Wow, how'd that happen? You no, know, I love you know Drew Brees and right. Alvin Kamara and all, all those guys. So that, that was your squad. Yeah.
2: Okay, all right.
6: Got to enjoy a Super Bowl
3: win, unlike the Cowboys. Yeah. So you've been you're able you are to rub stick that, that in their faces me. a little bit. <laughs> yep. Do you have, like, and and I know that you guys are conditioned to say, hey, whoever takes me takes me. I go where I go. But do you have a short list of where you're kind of secretly hoping you end up? No,
6: I mean, I haven't. You do. I can tell by looking at your That was a smile. Like, yeah, yeah, I do, but I'm going to say the right (laughs) thing here. You (laughs) know, I don't. I just hope it's a great organization, which which they all are. Mm -hmm. No, no,
3: no, no. You're you're, you're Mm -hmm. all when they're young and naive. (laughs) They're not all great organizations. I mean,
6: (laughs) I I feel like the ones that, you know, I could met. go to or, yeah. you yeah. know, great organizations. And, well, you make uh, them greater. How about that? I will, yeah. for sure. You,
2: you've heard a comp, like, you know, as far as, like, people, you know, these scouts like to compare you to, like, there's one to you that has made sense so far? No, you, you know?
6: know, I feel like they haven't really compared me because I'm I'm different than you, a lot of players. Yeah, so. yeah.
2: All right, I like it. I like your swag, man. Yes. Right. Not bad for a Texas Tech Red Raider. <laughs> I
3: wish you were still playing so he could sack you. <laughs> I wish I wasn't. I still, there's 20 bucks in it if you just take him out. He <laughs> fell yeah. off you the stage at the I'll Super Bowl. Him. Just yeah. knock <laughs> him off. <laughs> <laughs> up Do it for, oh, okay, good. I got more. I got more. Yeah, we can negotiate off air. Yeah. Tyree, we wish you all the best. Thanks so much Appreciate for some of your time. It. Enjoy the scouting combine experience and all the best in the NFL. We can't wait to see you playing at the next level. Yeah, good luck. There he is, Tyree Wilson. Thanks here we are at the scouting Combine continuing to talk to the guys who will be chasing around the NFL's quarterback sooner rather than later. Clemson defensive lineman Brian Brzee joins us now. Brian, how are you? Good, good. Thank you for having me.
2: No problem, man. Glad to have you here. Um- Number one recruit coming out of high school, huh? Yep. You know, I, I was as well. Oh, there you. Did go. you know that? I did not. See, oh, did not. It's all something. about me. <laughs> it's all about me. I was the number one recruit. <laughs> well, I wasn't really going to go there, but I know he was. And and <laughs> what? Hard. You know, did you have? Just giving a hard time? <laughs> <laughs> You're a jerk. What <laughs> uh, did uh, did you ever feel pressure from that? Like when you committed to Clemson and got there, like you had to live up to some certain standard.
7: Yeah, uh, I mean, no, no. For me, um, you know, once I got to Clemson, it was it was just about getting on the field and, and getting to work. It was never, you know, anything like, you know, because I am uh, a number one recruit or right. whatever it was that that I had to do anything special. Yeah.
3: So, uh, what's your experience been like so far here in Indy?
7: Yeah, it's been uh, it's been. I mean, this is obviously like a dream of mine to be here. Um, it's been it's been a little hectic, but uh, you know, it's just it, it's an honor to be here. So. Give me something that's happened that you didn't expect. A, a very, very long day in the hospital. I didn't, I didn't uh, think that no, comes right? with the uh, the, worst. With the combine. But yeah, you know, just uh, yeah, that and um, you know, some, sometimes some some stuff can be a little crazy. But but it's been it's been good. Now is dr- it is oh, it
3: okay. sit around and wait? Is that what that's, it was? A lot of sit me.
7: around and wait. Yeah, that's yeah, most. So what it do you means. do when you're sitting around and waiting? Look at your phone? Netflix,
2: whatever you can. Just try to pass time. (laughs) It's ridiculous. You're a little bit like, wait, don't I have like, I got some important things to do here. Why am I like, it's four hours I've been here now, right? Uh, It it is weird. Uh, You get drug tested yet? That they've done Uh, that to you? not yet. Not yet? So it's coming to a morning soon to you, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You're a big fucker, okay? (laughs) Oh, god. When did you you become this, like, when did you know, Okay, I'm going to be like a huge guy and hit this growth spurt or whatever? Uh, I mean, I've always been big.
7: Since my freshman year, I was probably like 6'4", 220, and then when I left high school, I was 6'5",
2: 290, so. Wow, you were that big leaving? Okay. All right. What are mom and dad? They both big too?
7: Yeah, my dad's about 6'3". He played college football. My mom's like 5'10". She played college basketball.
3: Right. All right. So, yeah, you
2: got some good bloodlines there.
3: We were talking to one of your teammates earlier about the
7: challenges of being a big guy. And running down the hill at Clemson and not falling. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, you don't like it's carpet, so you're in cleats and you're on carpet. It's oh. like you're scared that you're gonna slide, and the hill's like very, very steep. So there's a lip too, or yeah, something that you're supposed to jump off of. But it was more of just a gallop and 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 uh, a very slow kind of. Yeah, trot down the hill. It was not. Some people jump and and so, it's crazy. Yeah, it wasn't me. It what
2: wasn't what me. what brought you? You know, ultimately, I, I Clemson's amazing. Yeah, I know you probably had to pick wherever you wanted to go. What did it? Who did it come down to? And what ultimately got you to, to Clemson?
7: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was down uh, between Clemson and Georgia were my last two schools. Right. Um, you know when when you know Clemson had just had Christian and Dexter and Cleveland and Austin Bryant and all those guys leave and and you know I saw what they had and what they were building at Clemson and, and uh, you know meeting with all the coaches it's just thought I thought it's uh where I would grow the most as a player and as a man and, and be challenged um, and and yeah so that's what it came down to yeah. for me. Who, who gave you the biggest challenge during your college career? Who's the guy that you had the hardest time dealing with? Uh. That I've played against. Yeah. Um. Or in practice yeah uh I want
2: bo- we want both okay? okay we want both
7: practice i would say uh i mean not an o-lineman but trevor lawrence in practice was, yeah. was tough to tough yeah. to play against right. uh he's uh yeah it's like he had eyes in the back of his head so yeah, yeah, he yeah. was uh he was tough um a whole unit i would say my freshman year playing against notre dame's o-line that they had Ooh. uh yeah they had a a, a really good Some line dudes there yeah. definitely yeah worked very well together um picked
2: up a lot of games that we would throw at him So yeah. Right. What, what, um, what's the thing in your game where you're like, okay, you know, college, uh, I'm the man, but what do I got, what do you got to get better at? You know, at least in your evaluation before you get into the NFL?
7: Yeah. You know, I think there's some, some technical stuff that, you know, I can always improve on hand placement, uh, footwork, you know, staying low, just things that, that you always
2: can improve on that, that I've been working on this offseason season and will continue to work on anybody you lean on from you know, old Clemson players, sexy Dexy, Christian Wilkins. Anybody you talk to, do they help you out with hand placement and things like that?
7: Yeah, uh, you know, they're not they're not back super often. But Coach Eason, uh, who we had this past year, as, as you know, played in the NFL, coached in the NFL, uh, came to Clemson. So, you know, he's 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 just super knowledgeable and uh, definitely helped out a lot this year. Right. Which NFL team did you root for growing up? I was split. Um, never, never really a die-hard fan uh, of any team, but I would go to uh, to Washington and, Washington and Baltimore games. They were both like 45 minutes away, so uh, kind of
2: split time there. You you got a guy that's, you know, NFL that you've always looked up to as far as defensive linemen, where you've been like, man, that's who I want to model my game after?
7: Yeah, I, I mean, I loved watching J.J. Uh, Watt growing up, yeah. Brian Kerrigan. Yeah. Um, I love watching now Chris Jones. Um, I mean there was a bunch, Demarcus Ware, Jawai sure. Farini, all these guys right. um, that I really, really enjoyed, enjoyed watching growing up. Yeah. Who's the quarterback you can't wait to sack? Whoever I play that week. <laughs>
3: You know, I thought you were going to get bonus points if you said Trevor. Because now you got a chance to get back <laughs> at him. You know what, next time, you practice.
7: next time I get asked, that's what I'm going to say.
2: <laughs> what, you know, a lot of the times we, we sit up here, we ask about Nick Saban when we talk to Bama players, right? And and sometimes, like, Dabo Sweeney, I feel like doesn't get maybe the credit he deserves for how amazing. One of the greatest college coaches in history. Yeah. What, like, in your assessment... You know, what What makes him so good? And give us, like, maybe if you can, a good Dabo Sweeney story for us. Okay. Um,
7: yeah, I mean, he's uh, just, I mean, a great leader. Um, a great leader to everybody, the, the coaches on the staff, the players, everybody from top to bottom. He's Is, a,
2: is he great energy every day? Every like,
7: day he comes with the same energy. Right. Um, um, he's always, you know, super positive uh, with everybody, but is not scared to, to chew somebody out when he has to. Right. It's like a good, good balance from him, like, you know, you, you respect him completely but he's also a personable kind uh, of kinda, kinda can guy. Approach with his him players. Players. Right. Yeah, absolutely. He so, cusses.
2: does he cuss it off, four letter words? Very, very, very rarely and I if was he does say, it's I in didn't... the Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Okay. he>, uh, <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh no Yeah, you go, what, you got a good story with Dabo where he, you know, maybe cussed you out or even a funny story, <laughs> anything like that?
7: I, I mean, I would say this season something that you would not expect from uh, from Coach Sweeney. we play- I forget what game it was. Um, It was a home game, though, and, and, you know, all week he's talking about, you know, it's going to be a dog fight. You know, it's going to be one of those games. Um, And he comes in, so we'll have, like, a pregame game. a meeting friday before we leave for the hotel and he comes in with a pair of all black air forces on air force ones in there with a baseball bat on his shoulder to the meeting man yeah so that's that cool. was something something that uh what was his what
2: was he trying to he's say come in to uh to you know, like dance rob in, the bank in. or no, just
7: you know that it was going to be you know a dog fight right. you know, he, he's ready he, for uh, a fight yeah 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 ready for a there. Yep,
3: yeah yep. Wow, that's cool when teams look at your game film What's the one game that you would want them to focus on that best shows who you are?
7: This year, Um, I would say I would say the UNC game this year uh, against uh, in the ACC championship game. What about it? What'd you do in that game? I think I just really affected the game, Uh, disrupted the quarterback a lot, uh, had him had him out of the pocket. F up the play—that's his stat. He came up with it. (laughs) I'm
2: like no joke because you guys get screwed over too much where you affect plays or ruin the play, but you didn't get the tackle or sack, and then nobody knows you did a great job. You created so much.
7: Chaos right. that somebody else was able to make an easy play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, same thing, same kind of thing. You know, didn't have a huge stat line that game, but you know, I think I, I was really able to affect the game. Yeah, disruption. That, that's the key
2: right there. All right. So you big f for you. How, what do we like? What, what like? What's the normal day of diet or food for for somebody like you right now? <laughs> I know not right here at the combine, but when we're at home, we're comfortable, we're working out, whatever.
7: Yeah. Let a me lot, hear it. A lot of food. Um, my parents are happy I'm out of the house. No more groceries. Um, <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Um, I, there's not like, it's not like I'm counting my calories. No, and that I kind didn't of think stuff. you were. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> a very,
2: like, put together 305.
7: Yeah. Are you 305? Is yeah, that 300, fair? 305, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and just like whatever whatever's on the menu that you day. You don't care. <laughs> yeah. So you're not looking like I'm not only going to eat protein
2: in the morning. Like, you, you'll do I it After work.
7: workout, I'll try to go get some, like, chicken and white rice and veggies but no yeah i'm not i'm not super picky about okay any of that kind of what's stuff. what's your
2: favorite dessert
7: ice cream love ice cream yeah, <laughs> yeah. love ice cream yeah no nope. all right no nope.
3: who who in the nfl that you've been compared to makes the most sense
7: um i don't really know who i've really been compared to to be honest with you um i you know i think anybody who's a who's a, a big Bigger, you know, athletic kind of de-tackle. Um, uh, like I said, like a Chris Jones maybe or like a J.J. Watt, a bigger guy who's explosive, uses their hands well, uh, is able to, to get to the quarterback um, and is stout on the uh, – uh, on the uh, run on the game, run. yeah.
2: Three tech, we're talking. Like yeah. you think yeah, mostly, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. You think you have versatility to do like go yeah. outside, bump yeah. outside a little?
7: Yeah. I mean, I played this season all the way from a zero to a five. Yeah. End of the season, I was more out in, in the at the end. Um, but it was just a game plan kind of thing. But yeah, feel yeah. comfortable everywhere. Cool. All
3: right, Brian. Hopefully, this was more fun than sitting around in the hallway at a hospital waiting to, <laughs> to move on with your day. There yeah. he is, Brian Bazee yep. from Clemson. Yep. Thank
7: you. Thank you, guys. Hey, I man. appreciate Good it. Luck. Yes, sir. Bye. Thank Bye, you. Thank man. you so much. Appreciate it.
5: There it is. There's the parade. It
3: wasn't all that long ago. It was less than two weeks ago. There is never a break. It just keeps going and going and going in the National Football League. You don't even get a chance to let the confetti completely fall before it's time to start looking for your new players. And the man in charge of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, you know what's amazing to me, Coach? 24 straight years without a break. Here he is, Andy Reid. What was it? 14 with the Eagles and 10 with the Chiefs? Is my math right? It rarely is.
8: Yeah, no, you got it. Yeah, Good years, too. I enjoyed my time in Philadelphia, a great city, and I've enjoyed my time in Kansas City. So I've been very fortunate to work for two great org- organizations, so I'm very lucky that way.
2: Well, what's, I mean, you're the man of the hour, as we know, you've been the man of the hour here for a little while, uh, but but what, what, you know, is there a difference between the first Super Bowl win or, you know, the second one here? Kind of explain that to, to us.
8: Yeah, so I, I think there is, uh, you, you kind of knew what to expect with the second one uh, as it wound down there. And so, you, I think you appreciated it just a little bit more. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's... You can take it, a little breath and go, yeah, man, this is cool. Yeah, You go, this is pr- pretty nice. You know, this is, uh, it's it's great for these kids and especially these young ones. I mean, we had all these young oh kids. Oh my
2: gosh. They must have been like a kid in the candy yeah, store. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was great. We for, showed
3: the uh, clip uh, of your conversation with Peter King explaining the corn dog play, the jet motion and back out and wide open. Um, walk us through how that, that play came to be. We know yeah. you used it back in week one against the Cardinals, but w- where did that come from and yeah. why in the Super Bowl?
8: Yeah, well, no better place to do it than the yeah. Super Bowl. Um, you know, we thought, secondary-wise, they, they switched things off. Yeah, they try to know, change stuff, yeah. a lot of defenses, right? Yeah, so we thought that that would be a good play uh, against them, and this guy's a good guy to get the ball in, you know, ball into his hands. So. Oh, man. You did a nice job, and Pat read it well. It's a run play that ends up being uh, RPO type play. If you get the same, uh, if, lo- get the right you, look. If you get the right look, right? And we happened. We we're lucky enough to get the right look.
2: Yeah. Uh, and so you got that play. Excuse me. I'm drooling over myself here because I'm so excited. Uh, you got that. But that's you know it's something I broke down prior yeah. to the Super Bowl a little bit because they try to squash and they're so mm-hmm. aggressive at squashing yeah. everything yeah. that you kind of use that against them, and then so the second play. Kind of explain that. I mean, most yeah, that of us was, know. that was
8: squash. That it was, was the wrong. It, was the, it was, the was the wrong play. It was the wrong squash.
2: So it was. Was it? Was Kadarius
8: just on the wrong side, or was it? No, it was it supposed was to be a, three, three receivers over there. Kelsey yeah. messed it up. I know. Oh, I heard yeah. somebody call out Kelsey. Yeah, but you know what? It was a good mess up. So it worked out. And if you if you look at it, you'll see. Um, Let's see it One more time, guys. You'll see Kadarius. Pat was going to bring him down and do the same one. Right. And and he went. Yeah. Yeah, no, other side. Yeah, other on the, it's the yeah. other guys. <laughs> but Pat was just Pat knew what the coverage was. If right. you listen to the, the audio, he goes zero, zero, zero. So he knew it was zero blitz.
2: Yeah, and here it is one more time. Yeah. You're right. He so he at just of, he yeah. just
8: left everybody and then and then brought him He them knew down. this would work versus zero. Worth, yeah, it. yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: I I um oh, the other thing I'm I'm amazed by Did you get in like your defense spags, what he did? I mean the Eagles are damn good, yeah. as you knew. Yes. There's no weakness. No. His his game plan is what I've gushed about a little bit. Yeah. Just were you like at some points like I can't believe we're calling this defense on first and ten or second yeah. and eight? No, no, he did. <laughs>
8: he did a uh, he did a nice job. He, you know, he started off with some pressure and 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 uh, and then kind of worked around that and mixed in some zone stuff. Right. And, and uh, but he kept him. He kept him guessing the second half, and then offensively, we were able to get it going. We got a couple stops defensively, right. and then uh, we were able to get it going offensively. And it was a good blend of, of, of team right there. Yeah, and special it was. teams also stepped up right. and, and did a nice job. So it, it was good all the way around there. Yeah.
3: How important was that halftime, that extra long halftime, to, to really lighten a fire? Under the offense,
8: yeah. Mo- most of all is to get the fire out of Pat's ankle. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. uh, those high ankle sprains, uh, when you tweak them, they hurt like heck, and then, uh, and, but then they settle down if you're given enough time. Right. So we we had the time for that to take place. Uh, not that Pat wouldn't have gone back in if it was a shorter halftime. I mean, he was possessed on that thing about playing, and so, yeah. uh, but. The, the longer halftime, we used that also, we broke it into increments of like six minute increments and so we could, uh, the guys could use the restroom, get a drink, come back, coaches could uh, go over what went on in the first half, get a drink, go to the bathroom, then come back and give them what the new stuff would be. And, and then we had a stretch period in there too. So it, it all worked out where they the, you know the guys had a little bit of rest but we could also feed them the information we need to feed them
2: is, is there anything you could give us like what was the one thing at halftime that bothered yeah. you when you walk in and you're like damn we got to fix this or we're not yeah, going to win so
8: so the primary i thought the primary thing we were off by a tick right and and howard mudd the, you know the late howard mudd always used to say he was a run guru so you sure. go run it one more time the first time we're, we're going to try to figure it out let me figure out what the problems are and then we'll fix it the second time so um, it was a little bit of that. Right. Let, let's let, let's kind of get it together here and, and put ourselves uh, back in position where we're more accurate with what we're doing, and then let's get the run game going. Were there were a couple things in the run game that we we thought we could do. Right. Uh, I thought Andy Heck had a great game plan for that, and our offensive line coach, right. and and so we were able to get the the run game going. Our guys ran tremendously hard, and 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 then it allowed Pat uh, some. It, Quicker throws, ball out of his hand. That defensive front of theirs is dynamite. Yeah, insane. So you know, just get the ball out fast, and and then we'll build up. For, let's get that taken care of, then we'll build up from there.
3: Yeah. Eagles receiver AJ Brown said at some point after the game that when the Eagles didn't go for it on fourth and six from your fifteen, and they kicked the field, goal. kicked the field goal and went up six. That was when he knew, uh oh. Did you have the mirror image of that thinking, okay, wait, we're only down six points in this game and our offense is awake. This is our chance to go take it.
8: Yeah, I, I probably didn't think exactly that, Mike, but I I, I felt like um, we start off with good momentum and, and kind of started generating that. I, I thought the, the, you know, if there's a such thing as a mojo, I thought yeah. the mojo was, was uh, on your favorite. side. Yeah, I felt that coming right. out, even coming out at halftime, 10 right. points is... It, it, with these two offenses, is really nothing. I mean, both offenses are so good that so they they can they can score. So I, I just thought if we could just straighten it out, uh, we'll be tough. We'll be tough to stop. And then if we get a couple stops on defense, we'll be okay. That's where my main focus was. And then when Pat took off running, a, you know, a couple times there, I thought, you know what, we're, we're going to be okay because that's a that's a part of his game, right. and it's pressure on the defense. Yeah. So but I, we needed the stops. I, I, I was really more focus, we need a couple stops. And uh, in those type of games where it's back and forth, yeah, you got to get a couple. Got the stops. field goals and the stops yeah, and three right. and out,
2: yep, right?
3: Exactly. And that was a long drive too.
2: I mean, that Ooh, was a 17 play long drive. Believe, to only have it in three points. Yeah. The uh, the guy's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, he's the damnedest. Did he show you a new aspect of him? Just you know, I don't mm-hmm. think people always go, "Oh, the most talented guy." They're usually not that tough or gritty, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, was there anything in him? Did he show you something? And what did he do like that's kind of surprised you through this yeah, whole? No, right. he showed his gruntness, right? Yeah, right. So he was gritty. He,
8: he, yeah, he re- reached down in there and, and and really sucked it up. It's not even that he sucked. It's that he mentally, he's mentally strong enough to black, Lock blank it out. It. Yeah, just yeah. blank that out and, and say, you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's a great tribute to positive thinking. Yeah. Oh, and he was he ready that. to
3: fight somebody during did, the Jaguars game. Yeah, no, or you. He was
8: ready to fight yeah, you. I'm, know, not, going was, I'm no, not going I, in. I'm not going in. No, no. He, 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 did, he did not want to get the x-ray. And then... Then I saw the replay of him running. Uh, after this was after the game, I see that he runs up to the X-ray machine right. to get an X-ray. I'm going, this guy, he's out of his mind. <laughs> <a> psycho. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but he was in the right frame of mind, and I, I, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Right. I, I saw LeBron twisted his ankle the other night. Yes. Right. And he went that same mode, just kind of like. And Pat happened to be in the uh, audience, and and I'm going. Well, there you go. I mean, both guys up here very right. strong. So,
2: all right, I got one more good one on you, Mahomes. I'm going to put you on the spot here, but it's a good spot. All right. But we we gush, we do your pregame show, you know, for yeah. the Jaguars game, yeah. and we did a ten play like Mahomes. Oh my gosh! And this all happened in one year. What's the greatest Mahomes play oh, on the field? Right. Just no practice. I don't want any of that. But what's the one that you like jumps out to you where you just go, that was?
8: I, I think probably the left handed throw. I mean, it's one thing to do it and mess around with it in right. practice. It's another thing, and make it a legitimate throw. I mean, that's with the game on the line. Yeah, uh, you know that, and, and being as young as he was, when right. he Did that? I yeah, mean, was well, that
2: for year one or year two? When uh, he did that.
8: It was. I think it was year one when he was a starter. Starter, so first it, year it, starter, yeah, right? It was right. His second year, and so for <laughs> him to do that in a in a real game, a big game, AFC West game. Yeah, right. I went, oh. Now that's something <laughs> you know we'll put that one in the file yeah put that in the yeah, file
3: yeah, right yeah. can it's he amazing. actually get better at this point and if so
2: how
8: yeah I, I think quarterbacks are like farmers the work's never done so they can always get better and uh, i guess you reach a point age-wise where things might go the other way um, but I, I think yes i think he can and um, and he works so hard at his game yeah, I mean, he's already started. He's back in grinding with the lifting part of it, and
2: made big improvements from last year to even this yeah, year.
8: Yeah, yeah, and I, I, think that just continues. You know, I, I think for the next few years, you're gonna see that.
2: Oh, I know. I, it's he's unreal. Uh, last thing, and I just want to dive back into this. The field. When did you realize, like, oh, shit, yeah. all right, sorry, London. Sorry, London. This field <laughs> is, like, a problem. How early in the process? They thought you
8: were talking about fish and chips. <laughs> right, we're so, live on Sky Sports Act No, I, lo- right I love London. They have the <laughs> best fish and chips I, I think I've ever had, <laughs> my gosh. It's unbelievable. Um, but so... Um, uh, tell me the question. Again. <laughs> uh, uh, what, was I, what was I saying? He's got the field, me. oh the, the field. field, yeah. I was trying to deviate from the, went all no, I was trying, trying to them. deviate from it. But our, you know what? Our kickers went out there the day before, yeah. and had an opportunity to kick there. I guess it was Friday they went out, and so um, the field they they said it was it was great, right? And and so sometimes moisture and they open the roof and uh, and, and so a moisture can get in there and uh and make it make it slippery it's it a beautiful field beautiful I mean, yeah beautiful thing yeah. so i don't know exactly what happened uh i thought our equipment guy you know did a alan wright did a great Oof. job with the studs and the shoes so, i bet yeah so he he made a little conversion change there and we had enough shoes to do it with. No, i know that was the thing yeah. i worried about it, yeah. these teams
2: gonna even be prepared for yeah. it, to have so those kind of shoes he had all
8: the stuff ready to go and And um, we had played there that first game. Right. And Bucker slipped
2: on the opening kick or one of the kickoffs. Exactly. Yeah.
8: Exactly. So we went in prepared for that type of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, coach, we thank you for your time.
0: Andy Reid. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble.
9: So I, I woke up, like at three. So then I YouTubed you, and showing all this high school from you. Great. And bro, your your technique was trash. <laughs> clock! 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 <laughs> That's a fabulous <laughs> nose, bro. Time out! He said the clock's good. All right. All right. Non-negotiable. Nice. Huh, it's not bad. You can, you can hang out by me, all. Yeah, I'm gonna hang out by you, That first guy. Tried to tackle you, and then you didn't let him tackle you. Yeah. I'm sick. Georgia is definitely the best SEC school. So glad to hear me.
3: Woo! <laughs> We're so glad he's here, Mike McDaniel. Oh man, to the Miami Dolphins, heading into year number two. What's that Hello.
2: old man? Oh for? man. Well, oh man. what is that old man for? Yeah. I'll tell you what that old man he's for. Sir. It is. It is Laird. Right. You're the best dressed coach. You came in here looking like Johnny Miami. With great, great outfit, I just don't see any coaches like that. So I was going to go, oh, man, oh. this guy, look at him, Miami, coaches money. That's money. what I was coming in with. Can't hide money. <laughs> That's right.
9: Not trying to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> spend a lot of life poor.
9: <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's right. It's a very good answer. <laughs> nah. Right. You got some money, <laughs> you yeah. might as nah. well
2: spend it. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. Okay. Good way to start it. <laughs> still driving the RS7, or have you
3: upgraded already?
9: No, RS7 still. Figure out how to lock it? Um yes. There you go. Yeah. I still I didn't even know that's, that's, that it's got that's the right.
3: finger thing. I got a hard time from some of my uh, friends. Look at you like, two yeah. rich son of a yeah. dude. Yeah. Hey, if he's gonna lean into it, I am too. I, I spent yeah. a lot of my life poor too, baby. Yeah.
9: You just didn't get caught on television not being able to work it like yeah, I did. That's true. I just I yeah. admitted it to people and they're like, Don't you
3: realize that there's a button there to press? I was like, no, I didn't. You carry around. I hate the key fob. I hate not having a key to put this is old school. Yeah. I want to put a key in the ignition yeah. and turn on i got out of that thing the other day and it's like is it off or is it not <laughs> off like what happens if i walk away and it's running like i
0: just mm, i no know that,
9: if there's an, a key in the ignition i know it's on so i know it's off there is recourse to that right it's um by a car that's made in the 90s i true, <laughs> true. i have not gone <laughs> not that, that direction oh true. here we go here we there go it is. Got it. there it is oh, oh, look, look at that
3: it's a big thing. Alright, we gotta check, just make sure. That's
9: I mean, on the job. Oh, there's the Who's week the one? guy Is adopted his you? job enough to put that on like I don't <laughs> want to be accountable for that. I want it to be a lo- <laughs> of lore. <right? laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Do you do you even like when you get see clips
2: like that or the one you were mic'd up in, do you even do you lose yourself in those moments? Do you know you're still mic'd up, or are you just go, I don't even care and just go?
9: Um I I mean when you're mic'd up um, to coach a national national or NFL game and to call it, you can't really think about like you don't. I mean that is about as candid as I can be. Yeah. Um, right. Edited because I do say a lot of F expletives. Words. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You um, do. <laughs> but but yeah, honestly, that's just uh, me being me. Um, I think it's hilarious that people find it entertaining to some degree. Yeah. i um, sure some more than others, but. Um, Yeah, it's just uh, a a little day in the life of um, probably all the things that my wife rolls her eyes about. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) It it really did feel like you had five different seasons last year. Mm -hmm. You know,
3: hot start, and then it cools off, and then you're at it again. And um, when when you look back on that first season, what's the big takeaway for you? Um,
9: I'm I'm very happy with uh, where we're able— to get our team through all the adversity. Um, I, I, I really like where we're at um, with our young nucleus moving forward. Um, I think that was unbelievably beneficial experience. Um, you know, you're, you, you're talking about what you're chasing all the time, mm. right? Um, but th- that gave it tangible legs. You know, to feel the atmosphere of a playoff game, it's different. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's an odd um, – way of work where you're working six months straight to get that opportunity, you're probably pretty tired, whether you're a coach or a player, um, but it's all worth it, you know, Um, that those, uh, you know, obviously you'd try to, you'd prefer to have the path of least resistance to some degree. Um, We did make it challenging on ourselves, um, but at the same time, I think it was an invaluable experience for our team moving De- forward. Definitely, I mean, great year in a lot of ways. It
2: really was. And, I mean, yeah, you had to deal with a lot. We're going to kind of unpack that. But all right, so for you yourself, like what was the the biggest, uh, you know, challenge or hurdle or thing you didn't expect, you know, becoming a head coach? Is there anything that just was like, oh, man, I didn't really realize I was going to have to deal
9: with this all the time or anything that jumps out um, in that manner? You know, I've been uh, – To be honest i was just so fortunate to you know work with kyle shanahan for so long and then have um experience with so many different um young coaches who um while i was friends with them were peers and then they became head coaches um so that really gave me kind of a feel yeah um and to understand what the job truly was uh i i don't think I don't think regardless until you're in the situation that you can truly grasp um the gravity. Yeah. Um across the board. Um and I I, I couldn't have prepared myself for the uh And what do you mean by that, the gravity across the
2: Just the nonstop, constant, it's mm-hmm. always something. Oh like what what do you mean by that? Like, well that's a great question. Okay.
9: Um <laughs> but, uh, it, it it's more I don't know the um, responsibility I felt towards really anybody that would cheer dolphins for all the people in the building. Um, First and foremost, really the players, Um, but then that extends itself to the the you know an organization that is so hungry that um, you know to return to um, their glory days and and being in charge of help helping facilitate a group of people you know it just encompasses your um, your daily life Uh, anytime your eyes are open it's what you're thinking about and when your eyes are closed as well so um, it's all encompassing um, but what a tremendous responsibility I feel so fortunate um, that uh, you know being being given the opportunity by our by our owner and um, general manager and Um, everybody a part of that process and, you know, take it super serious and it's very important to me, a lifelong dream, so um, it's, let's just say it's easy to be motivated. Yeah, Yeah. that's right.
3: How have you changed in the last year?
9: Um, I'm not sure if you guys noticed, I'm three inches taller. (laughs) At least that's what people tell me. Um, I I try not to change uh, only because... Yeah, I think I think if I change, I'm kind of allowing the the job to overcome that. They hire you know people hired me to be me. They didn't hire me to be a different version of me. Um, and you know I I'm not really good at acting it as other people. Um, I'm better at myself. Haven't totally refined it yet, um, but I, I, it's hard for me to to forecast a situation where I would, you know, I'd hope people would would say, "Hey, there's the same guy." Um, you know, I've just I have more responsibility for sure, but um, you know, I, I think I've at every walk of of my career, I've tried to take the the same seriousness and you know honor to the position. So. Um, I, I, I I hope if you're trying to insult me No. No. You can be right like no. you can be like I remember when yeah. you were right. and now you're not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, um, yeah. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah, really. no, and, I, and there's different ways that. you can
3: change. I mean, mm-hmm. you can change in a good way, you can change in a bad way, and mm-hmm. you just you seem like the same guy a year later and and that's a good thing. Yeah, we we think so. All right. So you ah. didn't Yeah, we think so. You oh, didn't
2: change at all. That was a floating compliment. Yeah, it was a floating compliment. Wow. I think it was a real compliment. Dude,
9: first time on set right. with Mr. Florio. Yeah, I know. Not nearly as bad as you described it. Oh, I know, right? Right. He just he's way tougher. I got time. I still have time. get to yeah. know him a little Are you bit. younger? <laughs> well, Am I younger you're than who? Younger than Younger than No, who? just younger than the last time I'm I saw you? <laughs> I'm, I'm three inches younger than I was last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just in a vortex now. Hey, I don't even know oh, where we're at. <laughs> no,
2: we're going to get back on topic here, okay? Um, easily, you too. You're too smart sh- for me. I'm just dumb and want to ask you football questions, okay? Both of you are too smart. Let's for get me. serious. Let's get serious. I've been, you I've been saving with this two, I, You had to deal with the, one of the craziest situations in the NFL this year. Just that in itself. What was that like? where you all of a sudden like, where's Mike McDaniel's got to be doctor concussion here and talk to the world about the medical process? That had to be annoying and all encompassing, like you um. were talking about.
9: Uh, the way I look at it, it was, you know, times of turmoil is when the organization needs you as a leader the most. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, whatever that is, you know, for for individual players, for the entire organization, for the football team. I I, I saw it at the in the moment as a, a time that I needed to rise to the occasion. That's brings purpose to the position of head co- head coach. I think. Um, yeah ultimately it's it's not something that you feel like you're a hundred you can't really predict that yeah of course not. um but I mean the the biggest thing was you know I'm a human being that cares about people that you know that's why I got into the business mm-hmm. um, is uh, I thought I could positively affect um, you know, people aspiring to make this their career. So, um, you know, anytime things happen in that nature, it's it's tough. It yeah. feels. I mean, you are heavily invested, um, and, and you you just want to do what's right. You try to navigate uh, what that is as best you can. Um, and it, you know, I didn't I didn't get into this. I didn't accept the job. I didn't get into the profession. Um, under any guise that it was easy and you know I I think there's a certain amount of responsibility you have to take understanding that hey you know um, it's a bottom line business and when certain things happen somebody's got to pay pony up and you know uh, I think you take the good with the bad and understand what that means just in general Um, it's a tough position it's not for everybody um, which makes it that much more uh, I I don't know um, something that you want to be a part of. Heard awesome. Yeah, yeah I just want to. I, I really really want to be good at it in yeah. the worst way. So okay, uh, let's
3: spin it forward for twenty twenty three because we saw what happened to Tua last year with the two diagnosed concussions, both from his head hitting the ground. He said a few weeks ago he's. Putting judo into his routine to learn how to fall. From your perspective, what are you going to try to coach him to do? How are you going to try to help him avoid getting into these situations where he's striking his head and possibly emerging with a concussion?
9: No. So uh, the ground is is not his friend. So we're trying to uh, uh, avoid that opponent. That's what he's. That's been the um, the the correlating factor, really, um, from this past season. So. Uh, jujitsu um i think he 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 threw judo out there and but it's really jujitsu that he that he's that we've kind of um focused off-season attention and um i think it's like anything else um if all contributing factors if the people um teaching him the the trade are all in if they're doing their Due diligence and the person involved is doing their due diligence. You have something to work with. Um, from, uh, you know, so far, so good. I, I probably couldn't have conceived a, a better plan that, you know, that they've really come up with and um, it's very concerted. It um, makes know. them what? Think about how to roll on the ground? Like it, explain to, to it, the viewers it, a little. It's, it's like. Yeah. Um, just how to absorb the ground, the blow, whatever. It's it's how to continue. Like no one trains you yeah. for anything after your follow through. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's training that. Right. Um, and how to go with it. Right. And then right. really dissipate force. Right. And um, you know, there's there's some strengthening in in the neck and core that's involved in that, but sure. also just reps um, that when you really, really think about it as a quarterback, you're not, you're, you're saving all those reps for the game on how I to doubt. fall. Right. So um, kind of really attacking that and seeing different creative ways that we can come up yeah. with incorporating that into, um, even beyond the strict off season, but into um, OTAs or training camp, so that you know your quarterbacks aren't just getting all of the experience live action getting tackled, there's right. got to be a, a better way, which is what we're, we're really chasing right now. Yeah, yeah. So you've got a decision
3: to make coming up by May, early May, mm-hmm. fifth year option,
9: yep. or long term contract,
3: or let him play out his contract like the Giants did with Daniel Jones last year. W- where are you leaning
9: right now? Or I could participate in Dancing with the Stars. You
3: could do that too. That's, that's, that's option, option four. That's option um, four. <coughs> and, and I hope you pick option four. <laughs> But if option four is off the table, which of the other three are we leaning toward? Well, do you? (laughs) Um,
9: No, I think think that's something that, um, you know, that is incredibly important um, to the franchise and to the individual. And here's the bottom line. Both parties are really trying tooth and nail to make sure that um, two is around for a long time, playing at a very high level. So with that end, in in sight, you know. There's a, a couple different ways that we can handle it. Um, both Chris and I have had um, extensive talks and will continue to do so. But the bottom line is, is that um, our, our ultimate decision will be what's best to promote that, um, which is you know I think it's in its simplest form. You know we, we've identified um, very high level quarterback play that yeah. we want to be uh, in part of right yeah because um that's how i avoid dancing with the stars (laughs) yeah right we don't want
2: you that's not a good career move dancing with the stars it's not that means you're kind of
9: towards the end of your career i think you don't want to go there yet all right yeah no i I, i'm not (laughs) i'm hoping not to necessitate a career revival yeah okay good that's right
2: exactly right right. all right so part of this right now and what you're living in do hit on this a little tyree kill just like I mean, we know how awesome he is, but I think I've heard people in the past talk about like when you see him in person and you get him in practice and you just go, "Oh my gosh, this is unreal." Talk about like him, how shocking it is seeing him every day, what he
9: does for your offense, the threat of Tyree Kill. Well, like you know, by all um, measures, this is a normal-sized human being-ish. Yeah, yeah he's pretty yoked up, yeah, but right. like, I mean, I think I am a fraction taller than him. Right. So to I think thinking about that and then understanding that this dude competes at a different level than you've ever seen. Um, that that the residual effect on all players involved in mm. any sort of competitive activity—they see him working and they get—it's unbelievable. Right. Right. Um, and I've been around elite workers, yeah. Um, but you talk about you can see. How he stands out from every other um, person roughly his size on the planet, because that his edge, his competitiveness, um, really renders complete, I mean, he goes after it in practice and he challenges people and he, um, uh, uh, that's what you need from your best players um, to maximize the talent that you have on your roster. So... And, and when I when I say that this dude can run any route that exists and then some, I mean, we were able to last off season try some routes that like. You were probably like, I've never tried this before, but we, we'll do it. And we didn't know how it timed up with the quarterback <laughs> right. or whatever. It was just like, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, I think you guys saw some of that um, during the regular season for sure. Um, and, and there's. That's what was really cool is to see a guy that had been, I mean, all six years of his career, I think he was in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Um, I think half of which, um, at least two, but at least around half were first or all pro selections. Those are hard things to do. Um, How does a guy, how's a guy. Exist like that in the National Football League. You have to be talented, but there has to be a drive. Something else, right? That that doesn't is unmatched.
3: We can listen to you all day. They're telling me we got to go. So, I'm going to drive my car down to Miami and we'll find a track and we'll go. Oh,
2: damn! I
9: like it. We it's
1: over go. we gotta go
3: it's over it's done The live tv show but He's you're having me coach. back
2: right not, no. No, not today no <laughs> <We're having laughs> any, to, anytime you want anytime, we'll after. hook up a zoom and, <laughs> and you can join us yes. anytime you want uh, yeah, yeah. All right. i have a feeling you're not going to call us and we're going to call you i'm uh,
9: not nearly as impressive on zoom <laughs> zoom we'll be <laughs> back with not. more pft live right after this <laughs> appreciate it thanks man
2: <laughs> see i wasn't lying they were good interviews we had a great week at the combine it really was a blast. It's always good to catch up with coaches. Some of the prospects get to see them in person, and I think you could tell by just listening to that. Willie Anderson, man, the Texas Tech, Tyree Wilson, they got a personality, and alpha way about them that's very impressive that just makes me think it, it's going to work in the NFL, let alone, man, you know me, looking at bodies, holy crap. Willie Anderson's leg and butt, Woo, looking good. I mean, it's special right there. Tyree Wilson, one of the best-looking bodies I've ever seen in my life. So Monday, like I said, to start the show, we're back. Me and Ahmed Farid, we will be joined by Connor Rogers. It's awesome. He's an old buddy of mine from Bleacher Report. He is always all over the draft stuff. He's way down the the road from where I am right now. I'm just starting my draft prep here. Connor's going to be able to give us a little bit of a more in-depth look at this point right here. I'm interested to pick his brain. So we'll be doing that uh, and he's also been interviewing a bunch of prospects and hanging out in Indy all week. So that I cannot wait for that reunion. It's going to be a lot of fun. Check us out on Monday, and we'll be back on our normal schedule from here on out, all right, everybody? So, again, it's draft time. It's reagent agent time. You know you can listen to At SimZone Button, and we're going to dive into all those subjects, deeply get in the weeds and have some fun. Enjoy your weekend. Have some fun. Be safe out there. Talk to you Monday. Peace out.